Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one quiet romantic moment at a time. Less wound. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us today is Travis Bowe from The Watchman Minute. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good, how Great. are you? Doing really well. Awesome. And uh, today we're talking about Minute 111, which starts with... Uh, a wibbly-wobbly Aragorn face transition. It's well, not wibbly or wobbly. It is a little, I think. It's well, not Star Wars. <laughs> I guess. There's an there's a, there's a odd transition. It's, I mean, it just starts on a transition frame. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Arwen says, like my heart, finishing her, her, her <laughs> sentence from, the, from last this week. This is the manliest five minutes, <laughs> just for you, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and ends with Aragorn kind of staring awkwardly off into the distance, lounging on a on an elven bench, yeah. daybed. Oh, I have elven daybed in my notes. <laughs> you know, he's not even like under the blankets are like when you when you see it from a distance, the blanket is like half on it, <laughs> like it, half of the blanket looks like it's draped off the other side, and it's you can see the draped. You can see the line of the blanket in the middle of this little mattress. <laughs> yeah, thanks for giving me giving me minute eleven one. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh... Oh, I should have said that. I should have said today we're talking about minute eleven one. I missed, <laughs> I missed my opportunity. Hey, you got Return of the King. You can hit it then. It's true. Yeah, we have one more chance. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Don't mess it third, up. Third time's a charm. So, whose sweet room is this? So, I have an answer for that. Uh, oh, okay. Sick. Uh, so, originally this scene was supposed to be, uh, when they originally concepted it, it was supposed to be in, like, Arwen's bedchamber. But then they decided Scandalous. that maybe that wasn't what they wanted to do. Why? Uh, so, it's in just, like, this nice exterior, like, but somewhat isolated elven balcony. Just, just hanging out in some isolated corner of Rivendell. Yeah, but, but like... <laughs> I still assume that this is her balcony off of her bedroom, right? <laughs> you know, off yeah. of her when, like her own little estate. Because I imagine all the elves have their own little, you know, quiet little pockets around Rivendell where they all have nice secluded areas. And right, that's what I would have assumed too. But they're like, oh, this is this is an Arwen's bedchamber. This is an Arwen's yeah, space. It is. What is it? A guest bedroom? Like right. <laughs> this is Aragorn's space? Yeah. No. But this is just supposed to be some isolated corner of Rivendell. Okay, but why? 
Because there's all this outdoor seating around Rivendell. Because of course there is. They're an established couple. Right. They were they've been together for like fifty years. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I was gonna ask that. How long they've been been together. I think it's I think it's fifty years, something like that. It's a while, that. yeah. Okay. And this is this is another one of those built overnight sets that mm. they only used for a few days. <laughs> wow. It looks nice. Yeah. Built from uh pieces of other sets. Uh, okay. Around Rivendell and Lothlorien and stuff. Just pulled some Elven stuff together. Nice. <laughs> Made this little balcony area, dressed the dressed the background up. Mm. Apparently someone lost their jacket on this set. <laughs> it's just in the mattress. <laughs> Is it like under a pile like, of leaves or something? They uh <laughs> they were working on the set and like left their jacket behind a tree and then they came back the next day to find it and the set was torn down and replaced and there were no more trees on the set. Oh no. In this little studio. It's like I left it behind a tree while well, there aren't anybody. <laughs> it's a really cool jacket too. Darn. And this is the the day before the fellowship leaves. This yeah. is like the the late afternoon before the fellowship leaves. So like post council of Elrond. Right. I don't know how long it is between the council and when the fellowship leaves. Okay, cuz in the book it's like a million years. <laughs> well, not a million years, but it's it's, it's a, a while. while. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. They they take their sweet time getting packed. Hmm. Yeah, cause... it's at least like I've always gotten the impression that the the Bilbo scene like after after Frodo's deciding to go, mm-hmm. that also is like after the council, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that must also be like the same day that we're seeing this flashback. Yeah, the Bilbo rah grab right. is like yes. that's the same day. I will as never this. forget that. <laughs> <laughs> is there an edited version of the you know the Lord of the Rings saga that is is what chronological? I don't. I don't know if someone has done that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but one of them mentions in the the director and writer commentary. I think it's Philippa. I think Philippa says, you know, it'd be cool if someone, if if we at some point were to re-release these as a special edition, like in chronological order, once we're all done. <laughs> and Peter Jackson is just like, well, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but with the sort of editing software that people have access to at home, <laughs> someone could do that themselves. Yeah, yeah. Some fan could do that. Oh, I'm sure there is like. A fan edit. Yeah. Yeah. He says, well, maybe for the 50th anniversary box sets. Yeah. Whatever. So would it start with, you know, Galadriel telling how everything happened? And then when you get to the Frodo finding the or Bilbo finding the ring flashback, do you just play all of the Hobbit trilogy? And then oh, you yeah, come yeah. back. <laughs> oh, re-edit all six movies into chronological right. order. No. Oh, man. <laughs> So like because you do the prologue, you'd have to you'd pull the Elrond Isildur scene into the prologue. Yeah. And then you'd see Isildur get killed. Right. Then we'd see the Smeagol Deagle flashback yeah. from the beginning of Return of the King. Then we'd see the hand into the like we'd see the then we'd see the the Hobbit. Uh, <laughs> from start to finish. I already with, 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 with the exception of the the Frodo like bookends, you know. You no, you you have to pull those into somewhere in these movies, mm. like where they would yeah. go. Yeah, they'd go right before the birthday party. Yep. Yeah. Oh God. All right, yep. I know what. And then like, I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> like, what would the first scene after the Hobbit is over be? Um, is it Gandalf riding up? When does Gandalf? When does uh, Gollum get uh, captured and tortured and oh, Baggins is... Oh, that would be before. That would be the first thing that happens, like, 
after The Hobbit would oh, be like no. Gollum yeah. getting tortured. Yeah. That's so sad. <laughs> That'd be like one of the first things. That's like emotional. Oh no, flash. it might be the Boromir, Faramir, Denethor flashback. Oh shoot, yeah. Okay. Actually, it might be that. Okay, that makes me even sadder. <laughs> yeah, because it might be a Boromir flashback or like a or a Faramir flashback yeah. that happens there. That's coming up soon, isn't it? Pretty soon. Yes. <laughs> I, sometime in the next hour, for sure. <laughs> Which is soon. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot happens in this particular minute. There's no, lounging. No. Um, I like Aragorn his, and his bare feet. His PJs. Mm-hmm. I like his PJs. I'm not convinced that this is just a random guest bedroom. Right. <laughs> there's no there's no digital elf pacing back and forth to suggest <laughs> that this is in a public space yeah. in Rivendell. Yeah, I get the sense like, that it's why? a private little, you know, yeah. place that she like has. It's a little outdoor suite. Yeah, this is this is her veranda. Yeah. Why would they be having this conversation? Why would he be sleeping in a random mm. right, yeah. public space? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sleep. the minute starts with, you know, go to sleep very and her, you know, very bre- breathy way that only Liv mm-hmm. Tyler can do. Um and I think it's gr- this week is great because it all sort of ties up on Friday with them talking about sleep or probably more like Thursday. I'm talking about sleep and dreams, you know, which obviously we'll get to in due time. But it's nice that this this week is like a nice little package that. Yeah, it's nicely. It really is. But I do remember being uh, very confused by this section of the movie um, when I first saw it, because, you know, right off the bat, it does seem like a dream because he's, you know, brooding and thinking. And what he says is just like, this is a dream. He like says this is a dream. Um, but he's being like smooth. Yeah, right. He's trying to be smooth, but <laughs> he's just like he's sleepy. Like he's so he's so kind of tired and distracted that he doesn't even reciprocate that kiss. Mm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like she just smooches him, and he he doesn't move his lips at all. He's just like I'm okay. Yeah, I'm accepting. This. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. I can't sleep. Yeah. I like if I find it very comforting that she wants him to have like this one last pleasant night's sleep before setting off because she knows that you know tomorrow they start their journey so mm-hmm. um the dialogue about this being a dream and her saying that is that it is a good dream is really beautiful mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like i think so that cute. that exchange of lines is probably what leads some people to feel like this is an actual like daydream sequence mm. and not a flashback I guess was like a a thing that people yeah. people said about this scene. I, but the conversation about Frodo, I think, brings it back to this really happened. You know? Yeah. So, I guess it confused focus groups or, or yeah. whatever. I don't I don't think it's all that confusing. Right. I really like her outfit. I think it's one of the prettiest Arwen outfits. Mm. There are quite a few of them, but I would say it's probably my my second favorite Arwen outfit. What's your favorite? I like her uh, her ranger outfit yeah. when we first meet her. That's, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. <laughs> that's like her iconic Arwen outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the what is this fabric that she's wearing though? Because it's uh it has this quality that it's it's kind of sheer, but then mm-hmm. because you can see her skin tone kind of through it, but then it also has like this opalescent quality, and I. It, I don't know if maybe they digitally smoothed it out, but it has like an odd watercolor kind of texture on. Um, I think if, in the next minute said, when you see them like standing, you know, face to face, you can really see the, it just has this odd shimmery 
quality that's it's really yeah strange. there's there's like a brightness just beneath the surface yeah, and yeah. it looks kind of sheer mm-hmm. i think the shimmer is from some embroidery on it mm. yeah they they worked a lot of like metallic thread into a lot of the elven dresses huh. to kind of make them sh- like shine yeah i know that like they talk about that when they talk about galadriel's outfits right but i don't if they mention what this is like made up like what this material is i didn't catch sure. it it looks like chiffon because it's really light and airy. And then the sleeves, I think there's like metallic embroidery. The Yeah, the design team during this part of the commentary is mostly talking about the set. Yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, this elven day bed. It's like a sled. <laughs> yeah. It does kind of yeah. look like a sled. <laughs> it's like two halves of a, of, a, of a chase lounge that have been cut and pushed together. I like the arms, the kind of intricate, you know, scrolly. Maybe think of a bird head. Okay. The way it comes to a point. It's like a beak. Yeah, I like how because we've been in Rohan Land for a while. Rohan, <laughs> Rohan Land for a while, so I like the return to like the very simplistic Elvish design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I have to say about this this day bed or this bench is like the split there would make you think that perhaps you could sit there facing the other way, but there are two little points. Yeah, coming up. I didn't right there. Didn't notice that to poke you. <laughs> He'll poke you in the butt if you try to sit on that edge. Well, it's made to be looking out at the. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. The the pretty um, woods. Yeah. Right, but then there's this opening in the in the back. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. So like no one can sit there and lean back. I don't know. It's beautiful. It's, it's not just wasted. Yeah, it's wasted space. <laughs> it's handcrafted. Damn it. Um, is this is this theatrical or was this all extended? This is extended. Okay. I thought so. I couldn't remember where. I felt like a lot of this week I felt like was extended. Yeah, pretty pretty much this entire week is is extended. Okay. This is all stuff that doesn't really exist in the in the theatrical. Yeah. Including that transition which is supposed was originally supposed to be somewhere else. Mm. Like this flashback was originally going to be like during or at the end of like the Gandalf Aragorn conversation. Okay. Oh, wow. Out on the pl- out of the plains of Rohan huh. before they get there. Wow. Okay. Which would have made that a particularly long bit of exposition. Oh god. After and it's already long. Telling us what the plot of the movie is going to be. <laughs> right, like so either the Ar- Arwen flashback comes before that and then Gandalf interrupts this sweet moment with exposition. <laughs> or you have the flashback after all that exposition and it just makes the movie drag. Well, I don't I don't know if it makes the movie drag because like where else are you going to put Right, but like every... Where else are you going to put it? I guess, but like every five to ten minutes, you want something that's kind of like exciting happening. And, right. you know, every five-ish minutes, at the end of this week, yeah. well, the wargs are coming. Right. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> the wogs are returning. <laughs> Send out your wog riders. <laughs> I forget, what precedes this, this week? Is it... I know that they're prompted to leave Rohan or Edoras... It's uh so this is during Halfway their travel to Helm's Deep. The week um Frodo gets kidnapped by Faramir and okay. then we have Eowyn being bad at cooking. <laughs> right. Uh on the road trying to like flirt with Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> Every time she turns around he tries to ditch the bowl. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. He burns himself. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I have anything else uh, about this minute. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know if I do either. Yeah, we've strayed to elsewhere land. Yeah, we've, we've strayed back in time. 
So thanks for joining us today, Travis. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Where can uh, people find you on the interwebs? Um, you can find me on Twitter at that Travis Bow, or you can find uh, you can find my podcast Watchmen Minute. Um, pretty much everywhere by searching Watchmen Minute, and we are doing what you folks are doing by going through the director's cut of Watchmen one minute at a time. My co-host Eric Nash and I, and yeah, as of this, we are about an halfway through the movie, about an hour and a half in. So nice. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen the director's cut of that yet. It's uh, like the Lord of the Rings stuff. I think the director's cut is a superior. You know, it's the extended edition of the version of that. So I think it's uh, the version to watch. So we're from the website DuelingGenre.com. And if you're feeling so inclined, you can go ahead and support us on Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support, where for $3 a month. Yeah, we lowered our uh, we lowered our We lowered our baseline uh, patron membership. I don't... Well, for $1, you get... The Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute, which I co-host sometimes. And for three dollars, you get all the, the weekend stuff. edition stuff yeah. for all the various dueling genre the not podcasts. Keep by night stuff. Yeah, the not keep by night stuff. So like Second Breakfast and uh, Weekend Bugle and the Quibbler. No, uh, uh, Quibbler's got their own. Yeah. Yeah. Quibbler's their own. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Second Breakfast and uh, the Weekend Bugle make it worth the. Uh, well worth the price. Oh, thank you. Yeah. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more about Aragorn and Arwen. Being all romantic. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>